3: welcome everybody to uh, yet another episode of a change in attitude Uh I am your host for the week uh, Tanner aka the Texas gentleman. yes welcome everybody uh, right alongside me here uh, my two esteemed colleagues and co-hosts uh, to uh, to to my 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 left here on this screen is uh, his lordship himself uh, mags mags how are you doing? And if you're listening on audio, which you will be doing because the video doesn't go out, yeah. it's in the same ear holes that you yeah. are listening to Tana, Because we record in, uh, I guess, well, I guess it depends if you're listening to this in mono or stereo, perhaps. Um, <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> audio file jokes. You guys will get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and of course, right alongside us here today as well, uh, Scottish Danny. Sco- uh, Danny, how are you doing today? I'm really well,
2: thank you very much. How are you guys?
4: Oh, yeah, doing not doing really too bad. Not doing too bad. I believe you've got some more uh, podcast-related news. Um, starts off being on zero podcast and now he is—he has yeah. more podcasts than, than than I
2: have, which is <laughs> ridiculous. I would, need enough, I would need another six thousand to reach up to your level, uh, Lord. Look at, look at the slander! Look at the
4: slander!
2: <laughs> it's quantity, not quality,
4: that
3: hey, I aim for. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Well, t- tell us about these uh, this this new uh, project of yours, or, or projects, perhaps.
2: Well, I'm going to do uh, two news runs. Um, we're going to do One Man's meet with uh, the great Chris Bellis. Brilliant. And we're going to do uh, WCW Nitro Nights with Cy Powell. And, uh, oh. yeah, I was approached to just join both. And I thought, yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen much of uh, WCW, so that seems really cool. But, um Yeah.
3: Very cool. Very cool. Bo- bo- I'm looking forward to both, especially this one man's meat uh <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this, this sounds like just, an amazing project. Thank the, you.
4: The fun that can be had with just a tile alone. Just
2: the, just <laughs> the
3: I think I started a movie called One Man's Meat once. Um... <laughs> the, which is available on Pornhub <laughs> Oh goodness. All right. well, uh, now that now that we've got that <laughs> outed here, uh, uh, Monday night Raw uh, January 6, 1997. Uh, this comes off the heels of the very first episode of Shotgun Saturday night. Which uh we 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 vigorously debated over whether or not we should record that one today. But for another time, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're mm-hmm. gonna get around to uh uh shotgun Saturday night because that first episode is just a barrel of fun. hmm Yes.
4: <laughs> and and luckily in, in this episode of Raw, which was I think was actually taped the week before, we see little mm-hmm. clips of what happened in that shotgun Saturday night. So yeah, it, it it's something that we Danny and I spoke about maybe covering uh but after kind of uh seeing the clips, it yeah, it needs to happen. We need to get together and
3: and watch this show. Definitely. <laughs> uh your your current champions here for this Monday night raw. Uh Psycho Sid um is the world champion. Uh Hunter Hearst Helmsley, intercontinental champion, and your world tag team champions are Owen. Hart and Davy Boy Smith, all of whom who have had uh, you know title wins going back into uh you know um a little bit late on in the last year. Uh, you know. But uh, but yeah, some continuity here, you guys. Um your hosts here for this episode are Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler. And uh yeah, the, the main event of the night is gonna be Bret Hart versus Vader. Mmm. Interesting, big big match, big match. Yeah. Uh, Seems to be right up Bret Hart's alley. You know, he can have a a good technical match with everybody. Um, Danny, what, what are your initial thoughts leading into this show here?
2: I'm quite excited about it to be honest because now we're out of 1996 and we're heading for greener pastures we hope um... yes yes <laughs> but no i mean just all around
3: excited i mean yeah I, I i agree uh mags i really hope that the the echo that we just had in, in my earphone stays for the audio because it was amazing <laughs> i hope so too um Unfortunately, it's it's
4: out of my control. I think it's a, uh, an issue that maybe on 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 Danny's end. Um, yeah,
3: <laughs> and the echo just was
4: a bit. Yeah, it's, um, it's been a long slog these past thirty seven ish weeks. Um, I mean, whoever had the idea of starting at the King of the Ring uh, 1996, they need to be chemically castrated. <laughs> uh, ridiculous uh, decision, but we're getting into the good stuff now. Like, as Danny said, 99.7 is where WWF uh, really kind of started hitting the ground running. Um, we're not quite there yet, but we we've seen scenes of it. The edgier program with uh, uh, Shotgun Saturday Night, mm. uh, trying to kind of like compete with Nitro. Um, mm. Interesting that they started this show with a uh, almost like a highlights clip package for for what happened on there to show how
3: edgy, yeah. um Shotgun Saturday Night was. Some Um, can't-miss stuff, you know. Ahmed Johnson hitting D'Lo Brown with the Pearl River Plunge, almost breaking his neck uh, (laughs) on top of a car. Uh, Marlena... Flashing her boobies at the uh, at uh, the the Sultan and uh, a well timed Bob Backlund. <laughs> uh, He's never been the same since. No. Uh, <laughs> so you know, yeah, getting uh, getting some some action here on Shotgun Saturday Night. Um, but but this is Monday Night Raw, of course. Uh, so may, maybe we'll we'll tone down the uh, you know the edginess here a little bit. Uh, our opening contest here, actually uh, a, another decent match uh, up mm-hmm. uh, between Owen Hart and uh, Mankind. Yeah, really,
4: really, really good match. Uh, interesting that they've gone with two heels. I mean, Mankind still uh, that heel and, and Owen Hart, obviously uh, part of that Clarence Mason uh, faction. Uh, but yeah, this was a, a really good opener to, to a real candle out how we had one last week. Uh, really entertaining. Um, uh, Two guys who can go in the in the in the ring uh really, really well. Uh, we see the mankind getting the victory with the the uh uh the the, the short form pile driver. I really enjoyed this match.
2: It was really uh, refreshing, wasn't it? Just like mm-hmm. a good opener. And uh, what surprised me the most was actually that it wasn't a disqualification or count out finish. <laughs> yeah, it was a
4: clean, a clean three count. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it it was a uh, it,
3: it was an interesting blend because obviously you've got mankind who is more of a well well you know he's he's mankind he's kind of a brawler you know mm-hmm. kind of a you know a little bit all over the place he um you know kind of like a you know what you would expect to see maybe with a modern day uh, John Moxley perhaps. Mm. Um, Uh, Whereas you've got Owen Hart, who, uh, like we noted here, Owen Hart can wrestle pretty much anybody and have a a great match. Um, So a nice blend of styles here between these two. Um, And it was interesting to give Mankind here the victory, as uh, Owen Hart, again, as previously noted, is a tag team champion um yeah very cool i mean what what's mankind's stock looking like here leading into 1997 mags
4: yeah he's um he's suffered quite a few losses uh in the in the undertaker feud um so definitely moving on from that he needs uh he he, he needs the rub from some some big wins obviously we we revisit that feud later on in in, in the year and get arguably one of the best matches uh, in history uh but um, yeah, he he definitely needed the win. Owen is one of those wrestlers who is bulletproof uh, in terms of uh, of, of wrestling. Um, so yeah, this, this was a a good way to open the um, the, the episode of Raw. We see essentially greatest hits of, of of not just Mankind uh, action, but uh, Mick Foley action with uh, with the, the 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 claws line, uh, the attempts at the the um, um, the baddable claw, the obviously the 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 pile driver that that wins the the match, uh, but we see that like stuff like the swinging net breakers, which is is very uh, very famous for. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought this was a, an interesting way to to start a raw uh, going into the new year, and and again two weeks in a row, I think raw has um, has really nailed it uh, to to open the to open the show.
3: Mm. Uh, Danny, uh, I'll ask you kind of the the, the reverse here: uh, Owen Hart picking up a loss. Here in in singles competition, obviously him being a, a tag team champion. What what did you make of this?
2: That quite surprised me, to be honest with you, because I thought uh, I thought Owen was the biggest star of these two. Um, but yeah, it was uh, quite surprising. But um, I did notice that uh, when um, mankind hit Owen with the tray, you had one fan chanting ECW. So sign of the times there.
3: <laughs> of course uh, yeah this was actually a really good way to start this Raw here um, obviously uh, I mean I won't spoil the finish because we encourage you guys to go and watch these episodes of Raw with us um, but uh, but yeah uh, a really solid uh, matchup between these two um, we are then taken backstage where we see uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Jose Lothario um, talking about uh, Psycho Sid and how they're going to have uh, a matchup in the uh, the Alamo Dome, my my birth my my my, my birth town, my my, my my I was. Were I, you born in the Al- Alamo Dome? I was born in San Antonio during the Alamo. I was I was born in San Antonio. I uh, actually had some some relatives fight uh, in the Alamo. Um, okay, cool. You know, uh, well, not cool, the, obviously. Still. The Texas Revolution. Yeah, I mean they 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 were very much dead uh <laughs> the <Alan O'Donnell>. <laughs> much like this segment with uh
4: sean barkles and jose yeah. lothario yeah. i think the for me the best part of this segment was was pete pete lothario <laughs> i'm assuming the, that's his last name yeah
3: pete lothario i, I think uh they're they're uh, <laughs> uh, i guess sons of jose lothario and the, the way he says oh us texas guys are
4: if if my if he attacks my dad at the Royal Rumble, I might have to get involved. That's not gonna work out well for you later <laughs> on in the show, Pete. Maybe you should get your
2: mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was quite interesting that um that was just laying the um the foundation for what would happen later as well. You had to mm-hmm. introduce Pete there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, if you're called Jose, do you name your son? Do you name him Pete? I
3: mean, or Pedro? I mean, you, surely you can Pedro. You can you yeah. can name who your son or whoever you want. I, um, I feel that this was not his real son. I mean, I, I've learned of a couple things uh, this week about interesting names uh, on uh, on uh, Football Manager twenty two. There is a a midfielder named uh, God's Power Tower. Um, he plays. He plays in Africa, um, so you can you can find him. He's he's an a, an amazing midfielder. Um, my my scouts don't think so, but I I find the name to be worth the purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a, a player who played uh, um, last night actually for the Green Bay Packers. I think his I think he plays for the Packers, uh, but his his first name is Jack Rabbit. Yeah, so there you go. So Not Aaron Rodgers. Well, he Aaron Rodgers. I think he he plays with. Jackrabbit. Jackrabbit Jenkins. Uh, he's... Uh, he plays for... Um, hmm. Oh, he plays for the Titans. He's, I got my games mixed up. So, Jackrabbit Jenkins. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll, sports. We'll 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 take that in the edit. Um... <laughs> that's staining, nice.
4: um, for... I'm going to mention Jack Rabbit multiple times now in this show. So if it does get edited out, there'll be absolutely no context.
3: Okay. My, my, my apologies, uh, Mr. Jenkins. Uh... <laughs> uh, goodness. So uh, we get a, another recap. Of a uh, shotgun, a Saturday night, uh, where uh, where Crush hit Ahmed Johnson uh, with a chair, um, but of course uh, Ahmed Johnson, he uh, he he doesn't take no guff from anybody. Um, he he starts taking out uh, the Nation of Domination, which leads to a. a, a brawl through the, uh, the auditorium. Um, I, I guess that's, that's really generous to call it an auditorium, uh, <laughs> through this bingo hall, uh, th- this bar, uh, that shotgun Saturday night seems to be, um, at. And, um, it ends with, uh, <laughs> as we noted earlier, um, Ahmed Johnson nearly killing D'Lo Brown, um, with a Pearl river plunge on the hood of a car. Um, you you can zoom in on it if you want, but yes, Ahmed Johnson sets up the Pearl River plunge. Pearl River plunge. There we go, and um, his his feet slip from underneath him mm-hmm. as he's doing this on the hood of the car. It could have ended very terribly uh, for D'Lo Brown. And um, I, I like the way that they never mentioned that it's D'Lo Brown as well. No, he, he's uh, he's still not fully in job of status. Yeah, yeah, he's still not fully debuted as D-Lo. Um, He's still just a member of the Nation of Domination. Um, yeah. So, and, yeah, and and
4: then we get more <laughs> of our uh, of the the flying nuns. Yes, um, who uh, we will see more of uh, as the headbangers as we get further mm-hmm. into into this timeline. But yeah. Mother Smoker.
3: Yeah, uh, Mother Smucker and Sister Angelica. Um, wow. So, so they went from being the flying nuns, and then I think they they uh, they get managed by um, Brother Love, and I think mm-hmm. they they then are then called the Sisters of Love. Yes. Um, yeah. Interesting. Big big and push here for Mother Smucker and uh, Sister Angelica right off yeah, the top.
4: This is definitely gonna gonna be uh, the making of them. Absolutely <laughs> I mean whenever I watch wrestling, I always wish there were more blokes dressed in nun outfits. I think mm-hmm. we're missing a, a huge
3: a huge area of the market a, there. a, huge, a huge market is, is the, <laughs> the the nuns wrestling market yes yeah. <laughs> very NXT 2.0 of them
2: um, <laughs> and who's who's writing NXT 2.0? Exactly. Mm.
3: (laughs) I love you. (laughs) We then get some bullshit. Doug Furness and Phil LaFon taking on Razor Ramon, number two, and Diesel, number two. Um, Yeah, this match here. Um, I I guess the match itself is okay, but as I am wont to do, um, I'm, I'm just not a fan of this Razor... Um, and diesel remade gimmick. <laughs> um, it's just, just, it's just, it's just stupid. But, but Danny, could I be wrong? Was there anything that we can salvage
2: from this match? Um, absolutely not. No. Wow. (laughs) Um, I, I, as as far as the match itself, it was decent, but, um, Kane looked impressive. Um, oh, sorry. Diesel too. How dare you? (laughs) I was very bored watching this. Um, there was a, there was they tried, but no, it just didn't hit the mark for me. What did you think, Max? I
4: actually thought that this may be, uh, fake razor and fake diesel's best match so far in in, in the matches that we've seen. Uh mm-hmm. Ferdus and LaFont are so far and away the best tag team in this in this roster. It's it's <laughs> it's actually unreal. And the fact that this they're not the fact that they're not bigger stars in, in in the in the company is absolutely scandalous because these two work really well as a tag team. Mm. Um they get a really good match out of two um not good wrestlers. I mean Kane obviously ends up becoming uh, a really good wrestler, but um the fake razor is not good at all. And I think that uh Furnace and the Fall get a really good match out of the two. Um really, uh, some some brilliant half-life moves that you don't necessarily see around uh, um the WF in, in 96, 97, uh, the Frankenstein that uh that leads to the win. Was was absolutely glorious, but um, we saw more kind of um, um, continuity as a tag team from from both sides. I think uh, Diesel and Razor being the heels using that that kind of a uh, cutting off the ring and um, tactics. It, I thought it worked really well, and it was a, a really I don't want to say brilliant match, but it was certainly a decent match for, for some wrestlers who have, have come into the company on a very poor footing. Never The, the gimmick was never going to land. I don't know why uh, they ever thought it was, and it seems that Jim Ross has kind of moved away from this now. Um, I know later on in the show, Vince says he's the best player-for-player uh, player, uh, commentator again, so it's quite clear that we, we realise that the Jim Ross heel turn wasn't going to work, but yeah, this this was for me the best match that I've seen these two being so far. Still not brilliant, but still a, mm. a decent enough match.
3: Well, let, let's uh, keep our fingers crossed. I I, I don't think that we're going to get a uh, Doug Furnace and Phil LaFon <laughs> uh, uh, tag team title shot anytime soon. But uh, you know, here's the hoping, right?
4: And I actually found out um, that they spent a lot of time in ECW uh, before they, they, they came to uh, the WF. Uh, it's a shame that they they aren't a more prominent team because they are so they work together really really well.
3: Yeah, they they do come across as very much ahead of their time, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, we have a massive influx of, of technical wrestlers. Um, not too long after this, I mean, we're in nineteen ninety seven. You know, it'll only be another three three years or so until we get the radicals coming in. Um, we'll be seeing, um, you know, Chris Jericho arriving. You know, I mean, these are these are wrestlers of that kind of ilk. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, history shines a better light here on on uh, <laughs> Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. Um, hmm, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> we are then taken backstage where we have uh, the honky tonk man. He's uh, he's still looking. He's still looking for for somebody. No, Hon- honky tonk man was actually on commentary for this match. Uh, oh well, there you go. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, essentially, essentially, <laughs> I, ca-
4: I didn't notice. <laughs> I mean who would who would uh, but essentially he's still looking for that one guy who can carry on the the honky tonk legacy saying that it could be one of the guys in the ring it's not it's uh he 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 does uh, eventually get a, a storyline going where um Billy Gunn and Road Dogg Jesse James are kind of vying for his his uh, managerial uh prowess should mm. we say uh but yeah uh they just kind of teasing that. Uh, I don't think they knew exactly who they were going to write this time. So it was just throw honky tonk on, uh, let's hear, hear what he has to say, uh, and and just roll with it. He added nothing to the, the commentary. Um he slagged off King for a couple of times. They there the was a funny point where he talks about um the the hairstyle of of um, Honky Tonk Man, and King compares it to Razor's hairstyle. Uh, and then Honky Tonk fires back at King saying, well, you can't say anything. You wear that crown all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vince is like, ha, 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 yeah, do you ever take that crown off? And King comes up with the line of the show when he says, yeah, yeah, of course I wear it all the time. Do you wear that toupee all the time, Vince? And Vince is like, well, uh, uh, no, I've got multiple toupees. Uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. It's brilliant line. Uh, but yeah, uh, Honky tonk is essentially fodder uh, for, for the comedy team. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, uh, it's good stuff.
4: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
0: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. <laughs>
3: okay so let's see here uh we're going uh we get a, a i guess a flashback uh to last week here um we've got gold dust and lawler in the main event uh triple h uh jumped up, uh and and basically tried to kidnap uh marlena um mark Merrow stepped in um and then uh yeah calamity happens here um <laughs> I mean, good catch by Mark Miro. To be fair, when yeah. he, when Triple H essentially
4: hoisted uh, Marlena at him, yeeted Marlena. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get we get a little bit more uh, from from the end in the the end of last week's Raw showed Triple H on 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 top, really pay, putting the booting on Goldust. But we see Goldust uh, uh, recovering and carrying Marlena off the mm-hmm. to the back. So it shows that they're still on the same page.
3: Mm-hmm. So, this does set up uh Goldust and Mark Merrow teaming up against uh Triple H and Lawler uh for next week, it seems. Um, should be uh, should be something, Danny. Mm-hmm. You know, thoughts on this uh, this upcoming uh clash of individuals?
2: <laughs> this should uh, as you said, it should be something. I can't really add to that, but. Um. Yep. I'm it, expecting uh, probably it's a, a D2 match finish. that
4: will
3: happen.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh Yes. Um. This this should be it, it. It should be um, entertaining if nothing else. I I presume. I mean, Goldust <laughs> and Mark Merrow certainly have to be the favorites heading in here. <laughs> I mean, Lawler's. You
4: would, you, you would think so. And, and and it's good that there's not some long term damage to uh, to Marlena because we get another um, cut back to Shotgun Saturday Night where she uh, she puts uh, the Sultan off his uh, impending victory against Goldust by, her, mm. by lobbing out the fun bags. Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she uh, she definitely uh, she, she well she flashes um, the the Sultan. Uh, which actually throws off uh, Bob Backlund off of his game as well. Uh, he he was not expecting this. Um, obviously, trying to protect the Sultan, he throws his jacket over the Sultan's face uh, mm-hmm. to protect him from uh, uh, the the the, the being sexuality. Corrupted. Being yeah. corrupted, yeah, from being corrupted by the by you know the the Western world and all of its you know uh, boobies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, 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 it's just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing television, you know? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it truly is. Now, obviously we, we presume that she was not actually, um, nude here and, and, uh, with, without her, her shirt on, um, you know, that she probably had some kind of covering of some sort. <laughs> Um, But that certainly did not deter the fans there at Shotgun Saturday yeah, Night. Yeah, and,
4: and it, it certainly nails down that edgy look that WWF mm. uh, were trying to get with uh, Shotgun Saturday Night until Terry Funk came along and ruined it for everybody. Mm. <laughs> but we'll get into that.
3: Uh, yeah, Terry Funk, he, he never ruins <laughs> anything in my book. Uh, well...
4: <laughs> he certainly ruined Shotgun Saturday night with his expletive-laden pr- uh, promo.
3: <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, we are then uh, g- given a, a word here from from Bret Hart. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, Shawn Michaels will be at ringside, um, which is something... You know, mm-hmm. get, get a little bit more of that, uh, that HBK and, uh, and Bret Hart rivalry that we never seem to really get out of. Um, yeah, that's, there you go. Uh, Bret says he would like to see Sean stick his nose in his business just so he could beat him. Um, uh, which is, uh, yeah, I mean, again, Bret and Sean always, you know, Bring the magic for everybody um, yeah, i mean i mean this yeah. this whole promo was was done to further
4: the the idea that brett's promos are being interrupted by Shawn michaels over and over and over again mm-hmm. because uh as you uh as brett is uh, essentially wrapping up you hear psycho Sid's music hit uh, and and mm-hmm. brett just walks off in in a in a huff uh really getting frustrated that He's not the guy in WWF. Uh, it's really kind of played on his mind.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, he's been gone for so long and now he's back. And then, you know, I mean, he's kind of have to he's having to adjust uh, to the realities that uh, that the landscape has changed since he's mm-hmm. been away. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it is very interesting uh, the way they they play up this this storyline here for for Bret Hart in uh, what will turn out to be um you know a, a a real golden year for him you know nothing nothing bad happens to Bret Hart in nineteen ninety seven it's, it's all looking it, up it's, from it's, here it's, it's all it's all good it's all good for for Bret Hart and his fans and um yeah it's just it's just a, a record year for Brett mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah it's fun um, <laughs> we do get Psycho Sid in the ring after the after we get back from commercial break here um, and uh we get the the Psycho Sid and with the the sparklers you know because that's uh it's really neat you know in 1997 um, Jim Ross it's such a cynic today <laughs> Hey, I'm all for Shotgun Saturday Night. I mean, this, this looks like an amazing show. Um, Jim Ross is there. You know, uh, he, he's in the ring. He wants to ask Psycho Sid the big question, right? Um, is Sid intimidated to meet Shawn Michaels in Shawn Michaels' own hometown of San Antonio, Texas? And uh, and Sid responds quite simply, um, No. <laughs> <laughs> this is I love
4: this promo. Uh, I think since Sin gets uh a lot of grief for not being good on the stick mm. over the past few weeks and, and months I think he's actually nailed it. Uh mm-hmm. he says very little uh but what he does say it sounds powerful and masterful. Yeah. Just what you want uh, a WF champion to say. Uh Danny what did what did you think of this promo?
2: it was right to the point wasn't it it was mm-hmm. kind of just like straight there um, I love that they kept the music again as we talked about a couple of weeks ago um, they kept these music playing all throughout uh, and then I was disappointed when uh, Shawn Michaels music uh, suddenly came out of nowhere
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think for me the, the best part of this promo was how he referred to himself as when I was the day I the was I- born I became the man mm. uh, and even at, uh, after leaving San Antonio, I will be the man. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, a good promo. really kind of riffing off uh, Ric Flair, calling himself the man, but and then we get Shawn Michaels come out and interrupt it like uh, the massive
3: dick hole that he is. <laughs> uh, Shawn Michaels, who is uh, possibly the greatest wrestler in the world at this time. Uh, <laughs> just to rile up mags. Um <laughs> <laughs> he he's he interrupts and 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 talks about how um uh, he's got Jose Lothario in his corner and you know that uh, that that Sid um Sid's not gonna you know walk out of you know it's it's your it's your typical challenger uh going into a pay per view um <laughs> promo right like he, 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 he bad mouths Sid and all this good stuff with one
4: glaring exception he does it. Almost half naked whilst dancing on the uh, on the the, uh, the the announcers table. Vince McMahon is at the, at the back of him, essentially creaming his pants. Absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, Joe Michaels. He comes out with just a, a a mac, the kind of mac that you would see um, a sexual predator in a in perhaps a dark park wearing. Really kind of creepy style mac. Uh, and then Vince helps him onto the table. And if Vince had a handful of dollars, he would have been stuffing them into Shawn Michaels' um, um, pantsy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Thankfully, his, his banana the, hammock.
4: The screen does cut when Shawn Michaels is undoing his his jeans because <laughs> ugh, that would have been an episode of One Man's Meat all about this. <laughs> um, oh, but but essentially, this is leading to. Uh, Sid was, was meant to be apologizing for something in this promo. And what he's actually apologizing for is what he's going to do now. And he races back to, uh, uh, uh backstage. Um, and then later in, the, uh, in, in, in the, the next match, we see him, um, essentially do what he, he said he's going to apologize for.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he says he's not going to be. Sid says he's not going to be held responsible for what happens at the Royal Rumble, and uh, oh, and yeah. the end of this episode, or or by mm-hmm. the end of the episode, perhaps. Um, we then get uh, Bret Hart versus uh, Vader because it's it's Vader time, mm-hmm. and that's uh and that's what time it is. Uh, <laughs> no Jim Cornette um, because uh, Undertaker uh, killed him. He killed him. And that's and that's why Jim Cornette isn't here. Yeah.
4: So essentially, we get another cut back to Shotgun Saturday Night where, um, oh no, this was Superstars. This was Superstars. I'm... No, but there's a. Is there not? I'm sure there's a little bit uh, before that. Uh, the Shotgun Saturday Night where uh, the lights go out, uh, oh. and then um, they come back on an Undertaker's there in in uh, at the side of Jim uh, Jim Cornette when he's uh, he's essentially calling him a coward. Uh, he punches Cornette. Then the next uh the, the next day on, on shotgun uh, on superstars, he he ends up getting the the two so takes it really well. Uh really, really sells it. Uh, so yeah, that's why there's no Jim Cornette for this episode. Mm.
3: Well, we, we do get a very good, uh, competitive matchup here between Bret Hart and Vader. I I would say it's, it's on par with perhaps what we got earlier in the night with, uh, with Owen and, um, and Mankind, uh, similar kind of approach here. Uh, but with, uh, Vader being kind of, you know, working as the big man and, and Bret, uh, obviously being, um, just the excellence of execution, this, 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 uh, technical, uh, genius here, um, yeah, uh, you've got uh, you know some. It's uh, you know, it's 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 a classic Bret Hart, you know, uh, ten minute match, right? Yeah. Bret, Bret Hart's doing all of the greatest hits here, um, also selling you know everything that that Vader gives him. Um, like we said earlier, Vader playing the big man um, here in the match. Um, and and we do get a little bit of Stone Cold also backstage, paying attention, uh, very closely to what's going on here, um, in in the matchup. Um, <laughs> Sean's on commentary, uh, making snide remarks about Brett. Uh, you know, saying that all of his matches are the same. Uh, some, <laughs> some interesting <laughs> that- stuff here. That
4: is so funny by Sean Michaels uh, when he's saying, oh, here we go, elbow off the top rope, and then now a a backbreaker, because we've never seen that before. Russian leg sweep, because, yeah, he's the excellence of execution. Really getting personal with it is hilarious by Sean Michaels. Mm
3: uh we we do even get some some uh, interference by stone cold steve austin um a, a little bit later in the match here um at trying to to screw over brett i guess the the whole theme of of 1997 from the top is is let's screw brett hart um hmm wonder how that's going to end um <laughs> Uh, Vader, um, actually, uh, 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 closes out this match here in a, in a very, uh, unique way. Um, well, probably not unique. You, you've seen this, you've seen how this ends. Uh, but, but Vader does, um, pump the, does the big splash, um, uh, on, on Brett, um, as we get, uh, the closure of this match here. Um, I mean, I guess it's a big deal that, that Vader, you know, comes away with the victory, um but um uh, i don't know man i, I mean i i kind of feel for brett here on this one i i feel like brett should have gotten gotten some momentum here
4: yeah i mean i i get that uh but i think Vader needs the momentum more than than perhaps brett does he's going into a a program yeah. with undertaker which he's not going to come out of on top let let's let's be honest uh brett uh is going into the into the rumble which uh um, spoiler alert is a very kind of a uh, brett centric event. Uh, plus, he's got the storyline with Stone Cold going on. He's got the stuff with uh, with Um, um or Sid and and with uh, Shawn Michaels. So, brett has got a lot of irons in the fires. Um, so, it, it makes sense that some of those irons uh, come back and bat him, uh, especially with the with the lack of Stone Cold. And I thought that this the whole setup to to how Stone Cold got involved was was fun the 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 uh the crossbody to, to knock them both out the guys both slugging it out in in in, in uh on on the, the 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 side of the ring austin getting involved but at the same time we see like the crossover of storylines with psycho Sid essentially dragging the cameraman backstage uh to 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 show what he's going to be doing so i, I like that kind of uh Almost realistic um, storyline where you you don't actually know what's going on. It feels kind of uh, as if it was uh, anything could happen in the WF as uh, to coin a Danny phrase. Uh, but yeah, I think the rat winner got the victory
3: because Brett didn't need the win, and Vader certainly I feel that he did need it. Hmm. Interesting, uh, Danny. We're taking then backstage where where Sid obviously as as, as Mag. Uh, mags put it here uh, just destroys uh pete lothario (laughs)
4: that will never not be funny
3: (laughs) Um, there's a power bomb onto a table that doesn't break um uh, sean and and aldo montoya are uh you know trying to, to flag anybody down for help um yeah, just it's an interesting, interesting way to to kind of close this uh, show here, Danny.
2: It's a cliffhanger, definitely. I mean, uh, a few weeks ago we had uh, the Gun Brothers cliffhanging Raw, but we've uh, never got a really update from them. So I wonder mm. if we'll get something from this.
4: <laughs> but what tickled me was hot, uh, was Aldo Montella in a suit. But still wearing the mask. I mean that's that's commitment to having a jock strap on your face. No,
2: Max. No, it's not it's not commitment. It's just incredible. <laughs> ah, but, um, uh
4: but yeah, I think the Savio Vegas there helping out. Uh, I think Bart Gunn was there or somebody who looked similar to Bart Gunn were, was there. Um mm. But, yeah, a good, a, I think a really interesting way to 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 end the show. And, and like Danny said, it's a, a cliffhanger. Makes you want to tune in next week to see if we're going to get any kind of a comeuppance from this.
3: Hmm. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Because, uh, again, uh, we've got the Royal Rumble quickly approaching here um, with this episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, h- any predictions leading up to the Royal Rumble here?
2: I think there may be shenanigans in that Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm thinking Danny? the same. Yep, I'm thinking the same. But I'm definitely going to have to say, I'm going to have to say, Fake Razor is going to win the whole thing. That's my prediction. You know, that's oh, that's not a bad shot. That's a
4: bold. That's a bold uh, strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh indeed uh well i mean I'm, I'm sure that we'll get to to watch a little bit of uh royal rumble 1997 perhaps I'll go over that show because it's important and uh and yeah that's some some good stuff um guys i guess now now that we've we've seen the the raw um you know what what are your your overall thoughts now and 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 would you recommend this show uh to to someone who's never seen uh Raw from nineteen ninety-seven. First Raw of nineteen
2: ninety-seven. Yep, I definitely would uh it was a breeze to get through, to be honest with you. I mean, there were some bad things and some good things, but yeah, it was it was very fast to get through. How about you, Max?
4: Yep, I think for two weeks in a row now I've I've been thoroughly entertained by by uh the episodes of Raw. We've had some where The 46, 47 minutes felt like an hour, two hours to get through. This one, like Danny says, it's a a breeze. There's very little in terms of Jerry Lawler, which is always a good thing. Um, But it it moved storylines on. Um, It it did what it needed to do. Uh, Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. And we actually had some good wrestling for once as well, so... uh, that's very rare on a WF show mm-hmm. from this time period. But yeah, I think uh, WF are going into the right direction. Uh, like we said earlier on uh, um, in the, in the recording, we get into the good stuff in WF uh, pretty soon. We, we kind of, we can see the light at the end of this, uh of this long 1996 uh, tunnel. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we, we're on the, we're on the, the home stretch guys.
3: Mm, indeed. Eight, seven,
0: six, five, four, three, two, one. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechesshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechershaw.com.
3: Oh yeah, some some good matches here. Uh, I, I would say I, I agree with uh, with the both of you. Uh, you know, this would be a a good uh, raw to recommend if you are uh, one who's never seen this uh, this generation of uh, uh, WWE action from way way back in the day. Um, yeah, and and of course the build to Royal Rumble 1997 rolls on, uh, and and we'll get more of that um, as the weeks pass. Um, but uh but gentlemen, um this has been a fun time for sure. Um I, I hope that you at home or wherever you are listening and enjoyed it as well. Um Danny, where can we find more of you and your content?
2: Thank you very much. Um I'm at Scottish Juggalo on Twitter. I may not sound Scottish, but trust me I am I'm not an imposter. Um <laughs> you can also Excuse find... <laughs> me, Colin McAlder. I'm <laughs> I don't think that that's entirely accurate. No, <laughs> no, but you can also listen to me on One One Man's Meat podcast, which me and the great Chris Bellis have started up. Um, we just did our first recording uh, two days ago, so I'm really excited about that. And you can also find me on um, WCW Nitro Nights with the great Cy Powell, which I'm excited to do as well. So that's me.
3: Very cool. Yes. I mean, you, you are uh, quickly, you know, wor- working your way up uh, through the, uh, the the podcasting ranks here. Three podcasts, you know, I mean, that's that's a pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty good catch here so far, Danny. Thank you very much. I was told by the best. <laughs> and then I also was involved. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh good stuff good stuff well yeah definitely make sure to 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 check out uh the these uh these shows here with danny obviously one man's meat and the nitro knights you know, you're gonna you guys are gonna have to to, to catch those here because it, this this just sounds like amazing stuff here so make sure to subscribe and, and give uh danny's content to listen here
4: mm-hmm. absolutely uh,
3: uh mr mags uh you, your lordship sir um you, you've got a lot of content yeah, do I? Do I? <laughs> you've got. I've, last I've heard, you've you've got all the content. Uh, I, you just. I do... think this
4: may be my debut podcast. I don't think I've <laughs> oh. ever been on a podcast well, before. Well, there, uh, there you go. <laughs> no, that is a massive lie. I have I have more podcasts, or I'm involved in more podcasts than any human should ever be. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, essentially, I am. All over Radio Techers, uh in, yeah. in the content that, that gets put out there. Have so much fun. They've got a great team over there at uh Radio Techers, yourself, or uh, Matt, uh Ray, uh churning out content covering wrestling, not football. MMA. have can uh MMA can, not, not can so eat you, a whole you, bag of
3: dicks. You, uh, you clearly left out one of your one of your co hosts <laughs> for, for chain so, wrestling there.
4: I'm, I'm I'm leaving out Saar because he gets too much uh, praise nowadays. He's doing too much content, <laughs> and it's too good of a quality, so he doesn't you, need you, the praise anymore.
3: You can't, you can't have somebody making more, more content than. than,
4: than I mean, I learn from the best, Matt Willis. And obviously, Sai is trying to uh, to outdo both of us. Uh, But no, Mm. it's Saz's content is absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, But in terms of here on the chair show, I do Badlands. uh, Five Rounds also appears on here, and Mm. then obviously changing that too. So yeah, I'm all over the shop. Uh, So come and follow me on Twitter Mm. at PodfatherMags, where you will always find links to the content that I am involved in.
3: Yes, I, I particularly enjoyed getting to to listen to uh, to you and Paul again. Uh, getting to talk, to it was shop. a coup
4: getting Paul back into the fray. Uh, but yeah, it's like he's never been away.
3: Yeah, Paul is a, is an amazing guy. Um, I I really enjoyed him being on Radio Techers. Uh, you know, not too long ago uh, when we were covering the Euros. Um, mm-hmm. So so maybe maybe you'll have to you know give Paul a word uh, for me and uh, maybe perhaps, help him. perhaps uh, if.
4: If a certain headlock talk made a comeback, he could be a potential guest on on that. But
3: who knows? It's it's who knows take, what the future lies. It's going to take some convincing, you know. There there's still negotiations. My people are talking to Stevens' people, and uh, you know we're, we're still we're still in negotiations. Um, but we'll see, you know. Never I, I'm say
4: totally never. reading that as as your mom is talking to Stephen's mom, saying, "Come
3: on, <laughs> <can> I- <laughs> you know you wanna, you know." I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see how much uh, I have to invest in barbecue to to get Stephen to, to come back on board. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a, 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 a an intensive negotiation process. But you never say never. Stephen mm-hmm. could easily make his return to podcasting at some point in 2022. We'll 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 see. We'll, this is the hope. Now that now that uh, he and I are back in the same city. Um, but yes, uh we've got a lot of cool things coming uh your way here. Obviously, uh, here on the Change in Attitude, we're diving into 1997, which is going to be a real uh change of pace, if you will, from uh from 1996. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got just a lot of cool content coming your way. Uh, make sure if you haven't done so already subscribe to the chair shot network because that's a, a good time. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of amazing shows here as, as Mags pointed out so properly and, uh, there, there's a cool shirt that you can buy. So make sure to buy the chair shot network shirt because that's, that's, that, that goes to support all the, the cool content that's coming out your way. Um, so, uh, for, for these two kind gentlemen, uh, I am of course the Texas gentleman, uh, Tanner and, uh, you guys take care out there. Know that we love you and we'll see you next time right here on a change in attitude. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a place where you should always use your head.